Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with. Hoo-ah. You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Gabe S. Done. Hello and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. I'm your host, Gabe Shane Dunn. This is our mailbag episode where we listen to voice memos, read your emails, look at the Discord, read reviews, all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to read some comments from the Discord about our episode that we did with Money with Katie. So this is a comment. Oh, I don't usually say people's names on the Discord just because I think people like to keep that private. So this person wrote, just listen to today's episode. They mean the episode with money with Katie. I come from a family that has had to start from square one a few times, filed for bankruptcy, withdrawn 401ks, etc. And it is absolutely not a failure of any kind. Life keeps coming and it just keeps coming, but you do get to carry what you've learned forward. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, We did talk about some really difficult stuff in that episode. I talked for the first time about a lot of really, really hard financial stuff I'm going through right now in my own personal life. And so I appreciate that. Someone else wrote, wow, what an episode. Still formulating my thoughts, having recently had my finances all fucked up too. Also wondering if I should be worried that I just pay my partner rent for a house they own. Need to sit and think on that too. Guess I'd be renting if I were on my own anyway. Yeah. I don't want to come on here and become a podcast that says don't trust anyone, but honestly, don't trust anyone. And and that is to say, if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll get a fuller picture of what's going on with me regarding my breakup and my finances. But yeah, you know, Katie talks about feeling like confused as to why so many of her female friends don't have more of an ownership over the homes that they live in and that they she has she has found that their husband's names are on the deeds or the mortgages, but the wives aren't and that they're not protected. And I want all of you to be protected. Learn from my mistakes. Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Okay, this is a person that says, you might be able to use squatter's rights, depending on where you live, to avoid getting kicked out. My aunt had to take her ex to court after they broke up to get him out of her house in her name that he trashed after the breakup. But a lease would be better for both parties if something were to go wrong. But I don't see how any living situation where you go from sharing expenses to moving and being on your own isn't a huge financial hit in this economy, especially if it's unexpected and you need a lawyer to sort things out. Yeah, so that end part's a little tidbit, a little tidbit for you guys, a little uh, saucy teaser on what happened. Again, Thank you so much for the positive responses to that episode. I really appreciate it. 
This person wrote, I think understanding what share of the mortgage your rent pays would be good. My friend bought a condo at the beginning of this year and I'm renting a room from him. I don't think he could have bought it without knowing I'd be contributing for at least a year, but I'm paying less than half because he's building equity while I'm not. Exactly. Exactly. That's very good advice. Don't just pay rent to someone and not have any idea what's going on, even if they're your friend, because friendships fail too. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. If you have all the information about your business in one place, you can make way better decisions. And this is an unprecedented offer, meaning this is totally worth your time. As someone who runs a business, having all of this together in order to close my books, that would be invaluable. It's a time saver. It's literally the biggest time saver. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. That's netsuite.com slash badwithmoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? First, the bad news. Mint is shutting down. Now, good news. There's a better alternative. Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. That's right. I use Mint and now I'm using Monarch Money. It is very stressful, confusing, and time consuming to manage my finances. I've tried other finance apps, they don't really work. Like, you know, I was very committed to Mint and then I was uh, deeply sad when Mint went away. But now I have tried Monarch. It's so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I mean, I really value a company that is proactively looking at how to make finances easier. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Can you imagine being able to have a budget app with your partner? That is wild. You can see all your finances, you can collaborate on your budget, you can get insights on your cash flow and reoccurring transactions. It's a very easy way to manage a household's finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all your tags and categories. Monarch is the most customizable budget app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications and more. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because when I'm looking to work with someone, I really need to be able to get someone fast. My job works very fast. Podcasts work very fast. And I've actually been looking for an assistant and I don't need to waste time sorting through matches without getting the highest quality person, right? When I'm looking to hire someone, whether that's a grant writer or a musician or something like that, it's very overwhelming because you get a lot of messages, but you're not able to like parse through yourself which ones are actually worth looking at. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So this is an email from Mary Lee. Mary Lee says, Hi, Gabe. I wanted to reach out and give you thanks for your show. I, 34 years old, she, her, just listened to your latest episode with Katie. That's Money with Katie. And I wanted to let you know about the impact your show has had on me. I found it and started listening a couple years ago. I went back to the very first episodes and really connected with them because as the daughter of Mexican immigrants, I had no idea what to do with money. Oh, this is really sweet. Oh, no. Okay. In 2020, my husband was diagnosed with testicular cancer and had surgery and chemo for four months. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. He is fine now, but that left us with medical and credit card debt that we are slowly paying off. You know, if our healthcare system gave a shit, I'm so I'm so sorry you're in this. I'm really sorry you're in this situation and that our country allows this to be the situation. Last year, while doing our taxes, I saw that my husband and I had made more than any other year and we barely had two thousand dollars in savings. Where was the money going? I realized that we really needed to rethink what we were doing. I didn't want to live just scraping by forever, and I had already heard your episodes about retirement and investing. I was ready to make changes. My husband, who is an immigrant himself, knew less about finance, but was 100% supportive of changing. We started tracking where our money was going and actually planning on what we were going to pay with each check instead of paying whatever was due and saving whatever was left over. As of this month, we have paid his medical debt and credit card debt. We have an emergency fund and I'm on track to max out my Roth IRA that I opened after listening to your show and I've even gotten life insurance, adulting. Oh my God, you got a Roth after listening to my show. That's amazing. I have a SEP. Okay, anyway, my next step is to open a savings slash investing account for my son's college. He's eight. Say more about that, please. 
Ooh, okay. We did do an episode with a company called Gift of College. So look into that episode. I don't know if you missed that one, but we should do one about college plans too. Cause there's, I was in Florida and we had Bright Futures, which was one that you can invest into. And then yeah, Gift of College is another one. So we, we did an episode about that. What you're going through sucks, but I promise you that some of your listeners have gone through the same things. It's okay to be sad or mad. I'm confident you will get through it. My flagged episodes include Generational Wealth with Ramona Ortega, Investing with Aaron Lowry, and of course, the boring episodes with Stephanie Lee, my faves. Anyway, thank you for all you do. I'll keep listening. Mary Lee, in case you want to read this on your show. Yes, thank you. So I mean, this was such a touching email. I really appreciate it. And I and I love, yes, the episode with Ramona Ortega is amazing. The episode with Aaron Lowry broke millennials amazing, and you should get all of Aaron's books. And then, of course, fan favorite Stephanie Lee. Absolute fan favorite. And we did two boring episodes with her. He's at Frequently Taxed Questions. She should just be my co-host at this point. Also, Ramona Ortega does her dinero, I think, which is for Latinx people and generational building generational wealth. So you should absolutely look into more of her stuff, too. But thank you. It's very sweet. And like, yes, of course, I I am in the process of rebuilding. If you listen to that episode, you know that I had to take all my money out of the stock market, which was devastating. And I'm still working on that. And I'm working on my personal finances while also fundraising for my film. So just so you know, all the money for the film is going to the film. I promise you that it's going to an LLC that we opened for the film, which we will talk about in our upcoming film episode, because that's how you raise money for a film is you put uh, you can, but it's good to put stuff in an LLC specifically for the film, which we will get into. Okay, this is a long Instagram comment that we got from Debbie Discord. This is about our child-free wealth episode that we did with Brie Khan. If you don't know Brie Khan, she is one of the co-hosts of Child-Free Wealth Podcast. And I wanted to do an episode about being child-free because I'm on a Reddit about being child-free and I've learned a lot there. I think when I was younger, I did want children. Now I'm not so sure. We just had to pause the last recording because I caught my dog eating out of my food bowl. And he's definitely going to be sick later. And so do, can I have a child? Do I want to have a child? You know, every day it inches closer to no. So here is a comment from Debbie Discord. Great episode. I'm only part way in. I am 50 and happily child free and single with money to live on and plan to buy LTC insurance. So that's long term care insurance. But I don't think you can buy it at 45. I thought there were age limits. I am planning to get it around 58, I think. Even if I had children of family nearby, I wouldn't want to burden them with taking care of me if I hit my head or something. I have been told I should have a kid so my dad can experience being a grandpa. LOL. My mom died a while ago. I should be exhausted and broke and give up everything so my dad can see a grandkid once a week. Yep, I can hardly take care of myself. Same, babe. Absolute same. And I can take care of my dog. I mean, he's going to be fine. It was just rice. But like, I looked away for one second. And also, I have a lot of memories of me and my sister, my parents looking away for one second and me and my sister doing something that threatened our lives. So no matter how good of a parent you are, I, 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 yeah, I can hardly take care of myself too, Debbie. Okay. My parents never pressured me and my brother to have kids or go a normal path. Sure, they would have enjoyed grandkids, but no pressure. My dad has grandkitties instead. I'm good giving money when I die. I am comfy, but not rich enough to give thousands to a charity. I worked as a paralegal at an estate planning firm for 14 years, so I know what I should or not give away. I feel like donations are not giving much anymore for taxes. This year, when I filed in my many small donations, they did zero to change my tax return, which was shocking because I did a lot last year. 
Also, your child could be born disabled and then you take care of them for the rest of your lives. Yes. So nobody thinks about that. Okay. I'm on this high horse right now, which I've talked about in other episodes where I'm very concerned about the ways people have children and then use them. And Debbie makes an excellent point in that you cannot guarantee what your child will be like. You cannot guarantee that they'll be able-bodied. You cannot guarantee that they'll like you as a person. You cannot guarantee anything. So to be like, I'm going to have a kid so they'll take care of me is in, is false. It's a false narrative. And it also is, you're right, steeped in some ableism for sure. I think that was a really great comment, Debbie, and I really, really appreciate that. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like managing finances with a partner without causing a breakup. We all know about that in my life and how hard that's been for me and also my listeners. You guys hear them talking about it on the mailbags. It is hard to manage finances with a partner. Putting away money for retirement, since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever. Sorry. I guess I could, but retirement is huge for me. I am deeply focused on it right now. And planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Taxes are a doozy. And it's always changing. How do you know what to do? Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, this is a comment from the Discord about owning a home with someone. It's not as much of a financial risk as owning a home with someone, but the things that come to mind are one, are you paying at or below market rent? And two, does your partner have the ability to kick you out with no notice and not pay back prorated rent? There are certain protections that could come with having a lease, like having to give notice of eviction. This is just me trying to think of the worst case scenario, though. I'd say if you are paying no more than market rent and you have some kind of notice agreement slash lease, that's the best you can do. And then someone else wrote, I haven't had a relationship since buying my house where I thought I would move in with someone. I keep wondering if that happens down the line, if I should suggest we find an apartment together and I try to manage my mortgage and half of the rent. I'm worried about protecting myself and being fair. This kind of scared me, to be honest, talking about the episode with Money with Katie. How are you supposed to survive if you don't have well-off parents or an amazing job? You go through all the trouble of making incremental improvements to your financial situation, and then it doesn't even matter because the system you exist in requires that people pair up with someone else to survive. And evidently, someone else, quote-unquote, is an incredibly unreliable basis for financial security of any kind. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, we've done tons of episodes about prenups and about, like, you know, making sure that you protect yourself. You know, I think it's not a coincidence that, I mean, you know, maybe maybe I'm going through this for a reason that could help someone else. I think if you, if you are someone who is going through a divorce, going through a breakup that has some messy financial stuff, 
write in to the amount that it could. It's not going to incriminate you and get you in trouble or you can write in anonymously. But write in because I, one, would love to commiserate. And two, I want to know if you have any advice for me, if there's anything that you did that you think I should look out for, that I should do to protect myself or or things I could have done differently. Yeah, I, I just I think that I'm going to be harping on this for a little while. And I apologize if that scares you guys or fear mongers you in any way. But maybe it's good to be a little scared when you're sharing your finances with someone. Maybe it's good to be a little suspicious. Well, if you want to write into the show, you can do so at gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. You can also follow the Discord, which is in the description below. You can also follow me at BWMPod or at Gabe S. Dunn on Instagram. And you can do patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. If you want to help like me financially and you also want to like get some bonus content, such as the video for this episode on Patreon, go to Patreon right now and you'll be able to give me a little money to keep this show going. So thank you so much. I'll let you go into your Friday. I love you guys. Bye. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual. Produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz. And music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.